You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. to the No Reason Podcast. I'm your host, Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. And I'm your co-host, Don Suave, a.k.a. Young Suave, a.k.a. Young Suave Sutra, a.k.a. YSS, a.k.a. Suavarati. Don't tell nobody. No COVID in my body. Oh, my God. What? Why do you keep adding extra a.k.a.s? Where's the Yazi? What the hell did you just say? Suavarati. So, oh, I can't. All right, you guys, we are back. It's another week. I hope everyone had a great week. I think we had a good week. It's been summertime. It's, it's beautiful. Um, as artists, me and Swizzle, we've been being very, very creative to keep our minds creating active. Creating shit. we just creating all kind of shit. Just creating. Um, we did uh, our second episode with the Generation Gap with Pops. Mm. This time we did it live video. So, uh, video test run. So, yeah, it was a video test run. We're not necessarily going to publish that one. You never know. Well, we know. On the lost files, you might have to. Yeah, it'd be the lost files. Because we got into some shit. Yeah, we got into some shit. We got into some generation gap shit. So, um, we'll have all that information on my website, nolajcomedy.com. Generation Gap is actually uh, Swizzle's uh, baby. I really, I'm not in control of that. I control No Reason Podcast because that's a Nola J production. But Swizzle has Generation Gap. So we're going to promote that like crazy. We live. It's video. You see us. We talking shit. We having a good time. We got a boomer, Generation X, and Millennium. And it's hilarious, to be honest. We having a good time with it. Um, no Reason in two weeks, we will be going live with video. I don't know if we're going live or we'll just do video. We'll figure it out, but you will see us. We'll finally see our faces. Because we got a face for Yeah, we got video. a face for it. We got not a face for radio. video. Yeah, we're we not the face just for radio. Um, also, what else we got in the works? We're going to start go- bringing in some guests. Oh, next week we got a guest. We got a guest. We are so excited. We got a first guest. And because it's a No Reason Podcast, you never know who we're going to bring on. And you never know what you're going to get. But I promise you it's going to be a good time because it's going to be some No Reason stories, some craziness. So we're going to have a good time. So our first guest is next week, episode, episode 58. 58. Um, 58. We're on episode 57 right now. We're doing it. Mm. We are doing it, Swizzle. You came in on about episode 23. Mm. So, yeah. It's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. We're doing it. We're doing it. And also, I'm going to bring back <laughs> Travis from our first episode. I know a lot of you guys have listened to the first episode. I'm going to bring Travis back for an episode um, just so he can check in and we can hear what's going on in his life. And maybe he'll pop in and out. We'll see. We'll see how it goes with it. But so, okay. What else are some other updates? I guess I'm doing updates right now. Um, Swizzle, you got, got any shows updates? Coming up? You got anything for the only people? show I have, and I told you guys I'm super excited, July 27th. I'm in the UP. I'm in uh, Harris, Michigan. I'm at um, the Island Casino, and I love it. And I'm really happy. I've been going to the UP for at least um, since 2007, so about 13 years. They treat me well. I am excited. Um, things got a little, things are getting shaky right now with COVID. I'm not going to lie. All the places that opened up immediately and when in the Supreme Court in Wisconsin that forced Wisconsin to open up with bars and stuff, um, everyone's regretting it because the COVID is on a rise again now. Mm, is it? Yeah. So. I just read today it's about to lose its status as epidemic because 
the deaths have gotten so low. Where'd you read it at, though? You got to make sure you On read things. the CDC things. website. Okay. Okay. CDC.gov. That's what they said? Okay. And Did I you... looked at it. Basically, it's like... Basically, like, people... The, the cases are through the roof. But the deaths are basically... They're becoming insignificant. And that's what I'm discovering. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. I don't know anything about this. But what I... What from my experience with people when it first happened it seemed like it was like whoa people are dying whoa now it seems like it's kind of like a flu thing like people have it some people don't even know they have it like people are getting tested i know people personally have gotten tested but never had the symptoms like dale hoogley is a prime example we'll use dale hoogley he got tested had no symptoms but he has it and they have to quarantine for 14 days. So you read it. It's a fact. I believe it. I don't know. I don't understand the COVID thing. All I know is the curve is, is basically, they, you know, the big thing before was let's flatten the curve. Let's do all this stuff. Right. So it's, it's damn near done. Right. The graph went straight up because it was at a peak. And then it's basically right now, it's, it's but, at the bottom again. So. But the thing I'm confused is that the like Florida, their hospitals are getting jammed again. And then like that, go, New York is steady going down. New York is cool. Wisconsin just got mad. Or Wisconsin, um, the governor is mad. Is it our governor? Yeah. He's mad because 14 days straight cases have rise. Mm-hmm. But... Once again, logic is because everyone's getting tested now. Like, right. you can go through a drive through and get tested. Everyone's getting tested. So, like, you cannot have any symptoms. Like, I'm tempted, should I go get tested? I kind of think I should before the gig just to make sure I'm good. But, like, everyone's getting tested now. But there's no symptoms. So, you don't know. Like, you just, this like, you and I just, okay, we're not feeling any symptoms because I have not felt any. I did back when I thought I had it in in yeah. um, the end of February or March. I really thought I had it. But D.L. Hughley thought he had it in January. So was he carrying it for this long? You know what I mean? So who knows? And did he, did was what happened to him because of COVID-19 or he just tested positive? Exactly. And he was exhausted or whatever. Exactly. <clears throat> and are, are, are they putting everything you do COVID? Well, the numbers on the CDC website. You, so you're on it now. They don't. They group them all together. They group the flu and pneumonia together. Okay. So the the number, the death number that they have. Okay. Is all that combined? So even the death numbers that's that's there, they're a little bit inflated. Plus, hospitals are paid to put. I know that, so, but I'm just saying, like, in Florida, the states, Florida, Atlanta, the states that opened up way before everyone else did, now their hospitals are flooded, and now they're um, they're reverting back, like, okay, we shut stuff down. They shut everything down for the 4th of July. They did all that. So, yeah. I, I don't know. So, the, I mean, that stuff, I mean. I don't know anymore. I just know I'm going to be careful. I'm going to still keep being careful just because I just don't know. And honestly, I, I, and, it, also, and also, you know, like, it's just weird. Because even on the CDC website, it's not straightforward to find, like, the actual stuff. Like, what I saw this morning, I have a screenshot on my phone. But I tried to go back to the site, and I couldn't find the graph that I had saw this morning. And if trying to find the deaths... They just make they don't make it very easy to find. So because they don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, this is a, they, they, this is based on the you know when somebody dies in the hospital they put a code for what they died right. from. So it's based on that data straight from the hospitals. Right. So, but the code that they're using, they're told to put whether it's the primary, secondary, third, fourth, fifth. Oh, cause, I see what you're saying to um, okay. to COVID. Right. So the number is not, and uh, this is the only reason why I even look at this is because doctors came out and was like, "We, this is not." What is we this the graph do. you were talking about? Nah, it was um, it was a. We could just go by state because we in Wisconsin. Yeah, you look at Wisconsin. Wisconsin so, didn't really get hit like. But Florida, Georgia, Florida and Texas, all the ones that opened up way ahead <laughs> of everyone else. 
has been hit and then they revert back now. They closing stuff down. We're in phase yeah, we're in phase three in Milwaukee or Wisconsin. So now we got fifty percent we're things are opening up more for us. Yeah. Um I don't really know what's going on. What I do is I spend a lot of time outside because I think it's just better and easier. <laughs> and I think that I feel better being outside. So anything I yeah. do, I go outside. You yeah. know that. You and I kick it. We go outside, patios, whatever, as long as it's outside. So I have no clue what's going on, but I am just super happy that I have a gig. And other clubs are opening up. Everyone's being cautious about stuff. So we're getting here. The only thing that, the only thing, and we're going to not stay much longer because you know I only want to do um, an hour. Um, the only thing that I'm, um, the only thing that's throwing me off is I'm used to in Milwaukee, you know this, you've been here long enough, our festivals. I miss Summerfest. Yeah. I miss. We got Bastille Days that's coming up. That's not going to be here. We have all these cultural festivals. That if you guys don't know about Milwaukee, the Summerfest grounds, once Summerfest ends, which technically Summerfest would have ended on Sunday, uh, July, what was it, 5th? The 4th was on Saturday, right? Mm -hmm. July 5th. So Summerfest always goes through July 4th. Then we start different culture cultural festivals. So we have Irish, Italian. Bastille Days, French, right? Uh, uh, French is Bastille Days. Native American. We have German. We have um, Summer. Yes. We have the uh, we have Native American. Uh, Pride Festival is before Summerfest. That got canceled immediately. Um, uh, Afri- Afro. African. I think next year you think they're gonna yeah. add a hip hop one, <laughs> since they being all <laughs> <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Well, yeah. no, what they should do in Wisconsin is um, Afrofest. I think that's what we called it. It got canceled, and then they slowly brought it back the last two years, but they made it one day because mm-hmm. there were shooting things that happened. And of course, I live in a racist state, so the minute that happens, they just like, oh, we just gonna cut black people off. But all the other cultures, y'all don't get a festival. No, right? We the right. Everyone <laughs> else got one. German, Mexican. It's German fest, Mexican fest, Italian. Po- is it Polish? <laughs> po- or did I just make that up? Polish, oh. Irish. We have every culture you could think of. A of festival. a festival every weekend after Summerfest, which I love. Every excuse to get drunk out in the street. Well, no, I like their food. I love, I love different cultures' food. I love going to Italian Fest. I love Mexican food. I love, I like it, German food. Wisconsin is built on Germany. They, that's it what is it Germany, is. Yeah. Is it's Germany. So yeah. I'm used to sauerkraut and goulash and all that. So. I'm all about the diversity and the culture. I love that. I love that so much. But we we didn't have any of these festivals. They're nope. gone. Nope. So this is what's throwing me off. But at the same time, I always move around doing gigs. So it's not like I'm always here for these festivals. But when I'm home, it's just nice to go there. So this is strange. I'm having a hard time with that. Okay, hmm. let's move forward. Let's move on because I'm going to make it short and sweet. Okay. General stuff. We talked about the generation gap, so you guys will give you more information on all our platforms. We'll probably do. We'll probably have some social set up for it, and yes. uh, maybe a, a little website and email list. So keep I'll be honest. I'll be honest, you guys. It is a good show. I'm not gonna lie. If you listen to the one just that I put on, no reason. I threw an episode one with no reason. It's even better in person. Watches us on video. You really see the full effect of the boomer. <laughs> Yeah. You really see Pops. Pops don't give a shit. He just says he's whatever. At, he's at the age. He, he already like lived his life like he don't give a shit. He but don't he's care. At the age where he's like, man, he doesn't. I don't give a fuck. And then the funny part is the way like boomers do. They get close on the screen to look at you. Because the font is not. You're right. At, at <laughs> Fine ain't at 60, so he got to, like, get all up on the screen. And then he got to put on his reading glasses. And I'm Generation X, where I'm in between that, where I'm, like, I'm starting to have to look close. 
And then, of course, you being the millennium, you have to deal with any of that. So it's a nice combination to see it come full circle. But I love Pops was funny. I love it. It was a good time. And he enjoys doing that. So we're going to keep doing that. So we're going to keep it moving. Because like I told you guys, I'm always going to keep this um, nice and tight. High and tight. High and tight. All right. Let's get into sports. My favorite subject. So right off the bat, um, I don't know if you guys checked this out. I'm going to say this super quick. Uh, I know Swizzle didn't watch it. You probably should. We probably should have watched it together with Pops. Maybe we'll do that. Uh, 30, for th 30 for 30 did Bruce Lee. It's called Be Water. Us being Scorpios, we're a water sign. Yes, I get into that sometimes. Not all the way. Um, water can be so you soft. You put your foot in the water? The, well, the water can be so soft, but it can be so hard. Water can destroy stuff, but it's soft at the same time. And that's why Bruce Lee named his 30 for 30 be water. You he, got, named, he named it? I think he did. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I You guys should really watch the 30 for 30 with Bruce Lee. It was so dope, man. Like, I always loved Bruce Lee. And black people love Bruce Lee, period. But to understand the depth of why we loved him, like, I just grew up loving Bruce Lee. We always watch Bruce Lee movies, like Kung Fu, all that. I took karate. Like, that was a norm. When you watch it, you see how he was, his, his parents was from China, but he was born in America. They came to America, and that's where his mother came. She was pregnant with him when they came. And then she gave birth to him, and then he went back to um, China and then Bruce Lee, when he grew up, he became, he wilded out because he learned martial arts and all that. And he was just acting out. And it was like, we send you back to America because mm. he's a, he's a citizen. So like, we're going to send you America. You can go ahead and do that. Mm. He went there, but he always fought for equality. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a very good friend of his. Everything he did, he fought for equality, and he was so down. He was so down, like, and this was like the 70s. So, um, if anyone gets a chance, I'm just saying it super quick. Watch that 30 for 30 on Bruce Lee if you haven't. It's dope. It, 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 considering the times we're having with Black Lives Matter, it makes sense why we fuck with Bruce Lee. Mm. The younger, you probably didn't know that. You, How much do you know about Bruce Lee as a millennium? To be honest, this might be something we should do on Generation Gap, but real quick. I know, like, the general public stuff, like, martial artists, like, his movies was crazy. Just, he influenced. But you didn't, Jackie you didn't Chan know. And, like, you know. But you didn't know the depth of the equality, how he fought for all that. Did you, you didn't know any of that, did you? Uh-uh. Yeah. What's the 30 for 30? Okay, we're going to move on. So, let's go to the NBA. Speaking of equality, <laughs> go for it. All teams matter, apparently. Go for it. You you can you can cover this one. Cause I remember I said this before. Somebody didn't believe me that we're going. There's going to be a loser bubble. It is. And somebody was like, "Nah, I ain't no damn loser bubble." But well, that was that you. I think it was you. It probably was me. <laughs> I always doubt everything you say. <laughs> That's how I get down. But. But yeah, basically the NBA is closing in on signing off on a second bubble in Chicago. Um, they put it in a coronavirus hotspot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Do, could do like North Dakota or something like. <laughs> well, Florida's one as well. With while they in Disney World for the first one, they the Adam Silver the penis said he wasn't sure. If it's going to happen, because they Florida then jumped off. They couldn't do Maine. Like, well, <laughs> but anyway. Um, like Utah or Wyoming. So they, they're they taking eight teams there that weren't invited to play in Orlando, enabling many training camps and subsequent games against other clubs with a target date. I don't know what they're going to win, but I guess, you know. It's FOMO. It it's FOMO. I guess it is. It's FOMO. They, you know, like, they like, hello, um... We want to we want to keep playing. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, basically, because probably they're gonna take whatever happens during this and probably implement that in the regular season, like in in the normal season model right. in the future. And you know, Lonzo Ball, you know, oh the, my god, what, the, how did, 
excuse the, me, how me, did we let get me finish. to finish? We always come back to one ball. of the best, you know, back point guards in the NBA. You know, a young up and comer. He said it's going to be like AAU, because that's like the closest thing to what it's going to be. Like you play all these games in a short amount of time. How does ball always come in our conversations though? That's what it's I understand. It's quotable. It's a quotable. You, know you just, like, you are such a stand. It, it could have been anybody. You are such a stand. could have been anybody. You are such a stand. So anyways, the other um, um, NBA players that have FOMO want their own bubble in Chicago. Yeah. And the crazy part is the, the <clears throat> season stopped in March, which was close to playoffs. So you guys are kind of not doing the right thing because you would have never made it anyway. Do you understand? There's a few teams that could have. They would. They, There's yeah. a few. Understand if you did like the few that could have made it, yes. But you talking about the the rest of the NBA teams? No, no. Yeah. But I get it for the ones that were close. That for the eighth seed, well, right? No, nah, the people, the teams that were close are playing in Orlando. I like know Washington. I know. Like, I know. They might mess around. I'm trying. I'm trying to under listen. They might win the first round. I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt of why. They think they need a bubble. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to figure it out. I get it, but you gotta. It would be different if the season ended. It'd be different if the season ended like in December. Let's say Corona happened in December, then that makes sense. But Corona, the lockdown happened in March, like almost the middle of March. It yeah. was. It was the exact game. The Pelicans were playing the Kings. Oh my God! It always Lonzo, goes back to Lonzo. If you look yes. it up, Lonzo yes. Ball was the last player on of the course. court in, of course in the he whole was. season. Yes, of course he <laughs> they, was. They shut down the game, mm -hmm. and he still was out there shooting. Free of course throws. he was. Yes, I can pull up the YouTube video. Well, okay, well we'll do that later. <laughs> so anyway, anywho, what I'm saying is, if it happened, like I could, I I would understand more if it happened in January. If we locked down in January, I'd be like, yeah. Even February. They want to play. They want to get their game. I checks. get that, but we we shut down. Checks. We shut down at the spot where they would have been like they wouldn't have. It would have been close to playoffs anyway. We already Bucks already clinched it. There's other teams that already clinched the playoffs at that point. But there were game checks that they. I know. Yet, so I know. Let them, let them eat. Let them. Get uh, I don't. The second bubble is is bogus. But I get it. Do you? They want to play. So what happens? They play and then what? Who they went? Who they play? Like, I don't understand how this works. They win, like, some tickets to... To what? <laughs> to the finals? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to move on. Um, so the NFL, uh, Goodell, after he made that statement of apologizing, um, the NFL now is going to play the Black National Anthem at their games. Hmm. Uh, for the first week, they still gonna do that um, bogus uh, Star Spangled Banner. What the hell is that? What the whatever Star Spangled Banner? Yeah, that's so racist. <clears throat> but they gonna still do that. But they, what they're gonna do is they're gonna do our um, our uh, black people anthem. And for you people who don't know what it is, it's called Lift Every Voice and Sing. So that is called our Black National Anthem. And Which gonna, I didn't even know. And they go, I knew that. The Millenniums don't know that. I knew that. Your uh, pops would know that. Yeah. Yeah, they would know that. And um, they're going to do it before the Star Spangled Banner during every game for the opening week of 20. They're only going to do it for a week. That's so, all they so how many, how many white players? On a week. Gonna, how many think, how week. many are you going to kneel? <laughs> See, this is a problem. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, that it's, this is the thing that kills me. It's like, you know, damn well. Okay, I'm gonna calm down on that one. I'm gonna be quiet. Well, when we get to the Black Lives <laughs> Matter stuff, I'll get into all that. So, anyways, they're gonna do the first week. We get the first week, you guys. Lift every voice and sing. We're gonna have the Black National Anthem. Word. Um, yo shit, cause you're a Washington Washington Redskins fan. And I'm Native American, you Native American. So, we do have to talk about this name change. Yeah, name change. They're working on the name change. Um, what they said, they're going to drop using Native American, period. 
the issue is that's going on with this, and I'll let you tell a little bit more on it, is the issue that's going on with this is that they claim, and I think this is more of Trump saying this. I don't know who said this. Um, the fact that the fans are going to be upset because they've always been Redskins. Now, I'm going to let you speak on this, but real quick before I say that, they changed the Washington Bullets to the Wizards because of Bullets. And at that time, it was Chocolate City, and people were shooting up, and it was the wrong name. So I don't know how much the fans will be that attached to Redskins. So this is your territory because you're from the DMV, and this is your team. So how yeah. do you feel about it? Like, I remember it was maybe five, four or five years ago, the, the last time the name change came up because people, some Native American groups came and was like, yo, this, this is offensive. Redskin was a term used derogatorily, you know, mm -hmm. der derogatorily. I don't even know if that's a word. But... It doesn't matter. We'll make it up. But this one. the... Dan Snyder and the GM basically got did a press conference. It's like, we're not changing the name. That's not an option. It's, it's, it's a part of tradition. Right. And that's what they said. And that was done. And they got some group, First Nations group, to come and say, we think it's okay. <laughs> so I was like, uh, and then, I, you know, my people I grew up with, like stuff like that, at that time, they were all like, it's not that important. Don't change the name. It's not a big deal, blah, blah, blah. But to me then, I was like, yeah, change change the shit because, I mean, the Washington dark skins like put any other right. replace anything else with that, and it definitely doesn't sound right. So you were you were coming from a perspective of like I'm Native American, right? I always side eye. I always call them the Washington team. Right. I don't have no jerseys because it just it's just weird. Right. And then the fact that if you look at the logo. It's actually a black man in a headdress. It's, which, it's whack as fuck. Which, <laughs> which it sends a signal of right. the history of right. the United States where the one drop rule, you could be Native American, but you have one drop of black in you, you're colored. Right. And there's a, a there's a stronger history of that in Virginia where like legally you couldn't consider yourself Native. So the team was founded in 1933, and at that time it was illegal to consider yourself Native. So. Right. When they say tradition, I know that's what they mean. They're saying it's a symbol. And like they're the mascot of the Redskins at the game. It's this black dude. He was, you know, he was famous, right. right? But it was a black dude. He had all the big headdress right. and stuff. But it was a symbol for the fact that, you know, we Once are, again, we are it, natives. It goes all the way back to what we're dealing with today, so, in a sense. Yeah. And. So it's interesting. And I can go on another tangent about how all the black quarterbacks that won Super Bowls played on teams with the Native American mascot. Right. But, yeah, I think now and then now all of a sudden. Well, I, everyone's I post, woke. I posted about it. And then now more people were like, eh, just change the name. Back in, back in D.C. So they're going to so, change So it. the fans are not. So this is what they're I'm saying. To it. Donald Duck made it seem like. Oh, don't do that. The fans, da da da. But I understand yeah. what you're saying. What you're saying, which we know this is a fact. We, our um, grandmother, rest in peace, rest in heaven, sweetheart. She had to go to Washington to get us certified to prove that we were Native American, and she did that right before she passed away. She made sure we have cards, we have all that, we are certified. And the reason we had to do that is what Swizzle is saying. They have a law where it was against black people to say they Native American because we was one the one drop rule, we was black. So they 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 blocked it and and because we have very intelligent people in our family and, and, and <clears throat> grandma is probably part of grandma is probably the great and pissed off people. the great <laughs> expectation generation. Is that what it called? The great The greatest. The great generation. The greatest. The is greatest, that what I called the it last? Generation. Yeah, the greatest generation. I think she's part of that. And then Pops is the baby boomer. She went and I I'll never forget this. She gathered all the information. She knew all the history. I remember the day she went and got our cards. I remember when she went to DC and did all this. She put so much effort in it. It was right before she passed away. It was a blessing in disguise. I watched her gather everything. I was sitting in the living room and she would break down the entire history. I know the 
whole entire history of how we Native American. And she had all her information, her facts, her documents, because we know this in the black community and in, in other in, in other cultures, you don't know this. We all say we we Indian. We say that because we, we are. We always grew up. Well, we got, are, yeah, right. We got the Indian. Right, and, and we have it. Though. But saying it does not make it true in the eyes of the white man once again. We have to prove stuff. Yeah. So we say it and we know we are. We know our history. If we do the 23andMe and we do the ancestry and all that, it's going it. to... Right. Well, I don't know. I haven't done that. Maybe we should do that. It's that a should whole, be... It's a whole community of people that know their history right. and tribes and stuff. And, and it did didn't happen? And it says some weird... Like, okay. Some random... So our I, grandma knowing this, because she comes from the era of really where white people was on your neck... She gathered all the information, and I love her for it to this day. And she went to Washington, D.C. and got us certified. So everyone in our family is certified. We Native American. We have our tribe. Our tribe is in Texas. Well, our tribe is in Florida. But a lot of the stuff happened in Texas. Even when we have our festival, the um, Indian Summer, in, in Milwaukee, Grandma every year would make us. I didn't do it. But other people do a dressing headdress and and represent mm-hmm. our um <clears throat> our culture. So I think it's crazy. Once again, it amazes me. And and if you guys, this is the thing. I don't want to get into this because I we'll do it on generation gap. I'm gonna say this super quick. It just amazes me how we have to keep proving who we are. My dad touched on it, and he got fired up. About he did. We could like. In order to belong to the actual like nation, because we're certified, we're you know our tribe and our clan have the cards and stuff. But they ain't giving us no money. Appalachicola, shout out. Yeah. Creek. Um, Appalachicola Creek. But in order to belong to an actual nation, we he was like we had to prove that his great 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 grandmother. Yeah, we had to go all the way. was born or something like yeah. that she actually existed a birth certificate but she was right. just born in a shack so right. you know that kind of stuff it's frustrating yeah. and that's what we're fighting when that's why everyone's like why black people whatever because stuff like this like, like little stuff. why do we have to go through all this though like we literally went through all this my grandmother rest in heaven she was determined and she did it so we all are certified you can't deny us. I think some of our siblings or relatives have gotten benefits. I never tried. Um, well, I'm not going to lie. Maybe in college I did. College I did use it a little bit to my, not to my advantage, but I am Native American, so I used some of it. I did. So. But, and Yeah, but. We don't get too deep in it because you know what I'm saying. But move before we move on, the next awakening Yes. Because it's going to have to be another one, is when that truth surfaces. Thank you. About, you know, go back to Africa. Well, I mean, I mean, I was, we're from Florida. So right. <laughs> you said go back to where you we're came from. We're from Florida, right. That means go back to Florida. And is that crazy? Yeah. I talk about Florida like crazy. Yeah, because. And we're from Florida. I forgot to mention it to you guys in my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nola J, as much as she talks about uh, Florida. I hate to tell you, my tribe is from Florida. It's crazy. And it makes sense. Because we left. That's why it's crazy. It makes sense. It's crazy. (laughs) So, yes, I talk about Florida, but my tribe is from Florida. So, we're going to move forward. Like I said, I'm keeping this to an hour. So, what we're going to do is next, let's talk about our guy that we miss and love so much. And I. Yeah. And I honestly, I told you this, Swizzle. I'm kind of happy that. that um that the COVID kind of happened because um the NBA it was hard when Kobe passed away I had a real hard time I had yeah. a hard time watching the NBA and it had nothing to do with the fact that Kobe it wasn't the fact that Kobe um was playing but like the All Star game they honored him like every time there was an NBA game we was gonna talk about Kobe. Right, mm-hmm. so that that kind of like threw me off. So what they're doing now, 
I think I think uh, Lonzo put his number on. Here the we shoes. go with Lonzo. Why Why do you always bring up Lonzo Ball? I'm talking about Kobe. Yeah, me too. So so they're respecting Kobe, and he's going to be honored on the um, NBA Two K Twenty One, and they're going to have they have the honor of him with both jerseys. And if you guys don't know, eight and twenty four. That's his birthday. 824. So, 824 is his birthday. So his birthday is about a month and a half, right? So he, yeah. And and that's Dave Chappelle's birthday. He's a Virgo. I love Kobe. So they, um, yeah. So I'm going to, I don't even play video games, but I'm going to get it. And I'm going to have my nephew um, play it with me. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I'm doped about that. We love Kobe. Okay, let's move on. Next thing, um, Giannis. Giannis um, marched. He protests. I think I've mentioned that in a few episodes uh, earlier. So he was uh, marching and doing all that good stuff. And he marched past my house, which I said that. But um, there's going to be a mural made of Giannis where he has the, um, where you see him with his shirt which says respect. And then he's like. The shirt says I can't breathe. I can't and breathe. And then they're, they're going to put it above um, this pub that we have in Milwaukee. That's a good, a famous pub. And they play a lot of hip-hop, which the I love. Pub. Yeah, they play a lot of hip-hop. So they're going to um, represent Giannis in that. And then here's another thing that I forgot about and as we talk about sports. I forgot. So we got all these rumors that Giannis is supposed to be leaving Milwaukee or traded, whatever, or whatever the case may be, and everyone thinks he's going to Lakers or whatever case, whatever. Lakers. Well, and uh, and hiring them, they would smoke all of them. There's only a few that they didn't just uh, run off the stage, and that's James Brown, Temptations, uh, uh, uh I Turner, the old Jays, and probably only a couple more. But like, I'm glad Harvinian was here, you know, and they were stars. So when did you hook, when did you link back up with Harvey? So you was with Harvey in Oakland and you were back to Los Angeles. And this, I'm saying this is probably the late seventies, right? Yeah, that was late seventies. I went back to, uh, after Oakland, I went back to LA in, in, in about 80, 81. And, uh, 81, in fact. And I hooked up back with Harvey when I came. I would come to Milwaukee and visit. I was playing with Little Richard. And if you play with Little Richard, it doesn't matter where you live. So in the summertime, I would come here sometimes and meet my son here in summer, his summer vacation. We would kick it here in Milwaukee, but I would still go out and play with Richard. And while I was in town, I would play with Harvey. And then... uh when I finally moved back here in, in the uh, early 2000s, mid 2000s, uh, started whenever he, he lived in Atlanta and every time, every time he would come here, I would play with him summer fest and, and then, you know, some nice gigs he, he would do. And, um, in fact, we did a, his last gig here. Uh, uh, we backed him up at the, uh, at, uh, Betty and Elsie's uh, retirement and, and uh, birthday party uh, from the Red, the famous Red on Holton. Well, hold on. I remember when I met Harvey was, it was 2005, I believe. That's when I met him, through you, of course. And I had my open mic downtown, and we went around the corner, and that's when Arliss had uh, a bar, and Harvey was there. And that's the, I think that's probably the first time I had interaction with him. So that was about 14 years ago. That's 2006. Or 13 years ago or so. And, um, yeah. and I just remember he was a character. He was fun. I mean, um, I mean a big personality. But yeah, Harvey was, he was a self-promoter. I remember one time uh, he was in L.A., and uh, usually when he came to L.A., he stayed with me. And so we were going we were going out to hear this band play. And and we were driving, driving down the street. And uh, it was in Linwood somewhere. And I was kind of, kind of lost. Okay, I was lost. 
And so I realized I was going the wrong way. So at the after the when the light changed, I kind of got in the left lane a little bit. So when the light changed, I made a U-turn right in front of the police. But I didn't think they would stop me because, you know, I wasn't quite in the left lane, but I blocked it so nobody could get, you know, through right. there. I made a U-turn right in front of the police because you know, they thought it was all right. Of course. They, yeah, and right away the light came on, and then and 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 disco lady came on the radio at the same time. So we pull over, one cops on one side, one cops on the other side. The cops asking me to to uh for my registration. I'm going in the glove compartment. The other cop cop she's got the gun at Harvey's head, saying, "Don't move, don't move." And uh, Harvey looked at me and said, she said, don't move. That's the first time Harvey ever, ever, ever uh, hollered or was, saw him angry. He said, she said, don't move. And I looked around. She had a gun at his head. The other cop, he was freaked out, too. Like, well, what's going on? Well, it was a, it was a, uh, my 45 magazine had slipped from under the, uh, under the uh, seat. Now I didn't have the, I didn't have my gun in the car. I just had the, the magazine in there, right? And, uh, so they panicked. They took us outside, handcuffed us, and 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 and, and all the time I was going, "Hey, that's me on the radio. That's me. I wrote that song. That's this collect. <laughs> that's Harvey." And, uh, and, and, and so after they couldn't find, and they looked all through the car, looked everything, they couldn't find us. So they gave me a ticket for. Uh, uh, illegal uh, turning turning uh, left in the wrong lane or something. We're driving. I said, "Oh man, I can't believe it. That was unbelievable." He said, "I know. I can't believe it either." And he said, "They didn't know Tisco Lady." <laughs> <laughs> that that's Harvey in a nutshell, right? It's all about Harvey. <laughs> We driving the thing, and I'm thinking about all this man. We could have got a head blowed off, and Harvey's going, "Yeah, that's unbelievable." She didn't know who I was. <laughs> that's good old Harvey. But I enjoyed always going to Summerfest to see you play with him. Um, it's always a good time. The last time at Summerfest, I believe, was the fiftieth in 2017. Wasn't that the last yeah. time? Yep, was the last time. That's he when that had, old man got up there and started twerking. I don't know who that old man was. That was Tommy Causey. That was uh, his brother-in-law. He he played trumpet with us in, in the in the band up in Oakland. Everybody in the band was walking. But uh, yeah. But you know that was the fiftieth uh summer fest, and Hobby wasn't scheduled to play because he played the year before that. And they only let him. They only want him every other year for some reason. That, but he had to go to go to Lena Taylor's office and have them call and, and request him to play. And Lena Taylor yeah. is one of our what, politicians or lawyers. She's a lawyer now, but she used to be one of our polit- city politicians. She's senator Lena Taylor. She's, she's a, a senator uh, now. She's our senator. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought she was one, and then she became a lawyer. But I don't know. I'm not. I don't obviously don't keep up. Yeah, yeah. But she's the one who got Harvey. Um, see, Harvey did the original Summerfest. Self, and she went in the same spot I went into, and it got the shaking. And the only reason I bring up that she's a little bigger than me that had nothing to do with the stage shaking. They set the stage up wrong. But you should have seen these women panicking because they thought the stage was going to drop. Oh, man. So while she's up there doing her joke, she's in the middle of bits. I'm still being, <clears throat> I'm a comic. So I'm a comedian. I'm like, don't interrupt her. I don't care if that bitch fall down. Just let it fall down. Let the whole stage fall down. Do not interrupt her. No, they were trying to interrupt her in the middle of her um, punchline. Right in the middle of it. like, and, and they were running and I had to stop them. It was like Two, three panicking white women. Oh, oh, I said, hey, 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 calm down. Can you wait? I'll tell you when you can go interrupt her, but don't interrupt her right now. She's on a roll. They laughing. They having fun. You gonna, don't step on her joke. 
We call that stepping mm-hmm. on a joke. Just don't step on the joke. Period. So it's like, okay, okay. So they calmed down. And then when I knew that she was like transitioning, like I knew that she wasn't really doing anything. That's when I told that one, she can go up there. And then um, she was like, no, I'm fine. I'll stay in this area. Everybody laughed about it. And then she turned that into a joke and she killed. Mm-hmm. We got a tip and they loved us. And then it was all said and done. The lady was like, thank you so much. Thank you so much for um, telling us when to go up there. I'm like, yeah, you never step on a comedian's joke, dude. I was back here panicking. Like, like it was a fire. <laughs> I was like. San Francisco earthquake. Right. It was like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, no, no, don't. Can you just leave her be? Don't. Just I'll let you know when you go up there. I had to literally, I was like chasing them. This is how bad I was so concerned about her making sure she got her last than more than her safety. That's the mindset I wanted. <laughs> yeah. But it's the me. truth. You can't you can't be stepping. They... Reminds me of the Titanic. Huh? And they kept playing. The band kept playing even as the shit was going down. Well, that's how they were feeling. If you if it was hilarious, because I was just watching them like they're about to go up here and just ruin everything. And then and the and the crazy part. <clears throat> Was that it didn't even um it, it it was just a certain area that you stood in it would have fell. Right. So them like like going crazy with it like we both figured out like once I stepped on it, I was like, ah, I won't be going over there. And I won't and then I stepped over to where I was supposed to be. And then that crowd kinda when they started off, um booing Green Bay. I just said I was from Milwaukee and they started booing. I'm like, why y'all booing me? <laughs> I ain't even said anything. Green Bay. And I'm like, oh, here we go with this. Mm-hmm. So then I got, I went out on them then. And I didn't care at that point. And then we had a good time. Oh, and then there was a couple that was like um, married for like 62 years. Mm-hmm. And I joked and said that because they said they like it from behind. And I said, oh, that's how you guys keep that marriage going. Um, 62 years of doggy mm-hmm. style. Oh, I was. <laughs> it was crazy. And then the next night, I was in Milwaukee, and it was all black crowd. <laughs> that was that was a couple I went, last two two Saturdays ago, right? Yeah, it was last. Um, yeah, I don't know Saturdays my ago. days. A week of not this Saturday, but the Saturday before that. Yep. Yep. And it was, that was that was work with Marlon Hill. Marlon Hill. Um, as a matter of fact, he was he plays. Uh, Obama on the boondocks. He's the voice of Obama, so mm. he knows um, John Witherspoon really yeah. well. And he's one of the first comedians to win Apollo. That's another reason why I want to go see that tomorrow. Um, Showtime of Apollo. He's the first comedian to win five weeks in a row. The only mm. one to do that as a comedian. Wow. Yeah, five, six. So Marlon Hill, he has a comedy club. So I, that's the club I did on Saturday after the Indiana Titanic. Mm-hmm. And that was so much fun. Man, that was a good show. That show was sold out. I was with uh, some Chicago comic, B. Cole, super, super funny dude. The whole show was funny. Marlon was on it. Hmm. So I've just been doing shows and traveling and trying to get in my movie stuff. That's what I'm trying to do. Make sure. Well, I'm talking about the Milwaukee uh, Film Festival, one of my favorite festivals. I you had some roles you were working on. You ain't seen nothing about No. So, okay. So I'm off this weekend, but then I'm back, <clears throat> back to action again. I just got, I just picked up a gig. I got to do a gig for the police. Uh oh. Can you be high? <laughs> <laughs> or can you? I, 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 it's uncomfortable. The police are uncomfortable, but it's, it's for a good cause. It's it's recognition of um, the the um, African Americans who I can't even talk African Americans. I'm getting nervous already. <laughs> African Americans that um, <laughs> <They listen. laughs> right that um, moved up or achieved a lot in um, being chiefs. I don't know, man. It's it's a black. It's black. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> Blackish. 
Whatever it is, it's something, something got to do with that. It's, it's honoring black people, and then it's honoring local people in Milwaukee that um, do well in our community and our whatever. I think that's what he said. Look, I have paid attention. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently, you're not looking forward to it. But it's, but it's a masquerade ball, so I'm going to wear a mask and a whip. I'm going to uh, take a whip. Do whips go with masquerade balls? I don't know. I've never seen it. I just feel like I need a whip with it. I think that's another uh, role play. I don't know what that is. <laughs> well, I'm going to take it to the police ball. Yeah, I for that too. <laughs> well, that could be, that's role play. <laughs> that's a porn category, isn't yes, it? It's a lot of them. <laughs> that's a porn category. So I'm going to bring my whip in my mask and tell them He's some jokes. Right. I'm not going to tell them with the whip and the mask on because that would be distracting. <laughs> I said, do you mind if I make fun of the police? Because I have his, the, the, the person that called me to book me, literally his number, if he listens to his podcast, he going to know now. His number is programming my phone, fuck the police. <laughs> 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 now he knows if he listens unfortunately I was like one day he might see it if I if he told me to call his phone yeah, or something call you at the, at the, <laughs> the masquerade he gonna see it pop up on my screen I'm like whoops oh hey <laughs> whoops <laughs> my bad so yeah so I'm gonna be doing that and then um I got some other shows coming up, and then I want to do the No Reason Live. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I have no idea when we're gonna start the comedy show. I was thinking Thanksgiving, but that's like right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, it's like three weeks. <clears throat> now, so, what have you been up to? Or you, you know, is it still a secret? Since you don't talk much, um, I'm sure you can. Do these last four yeah, minutes? Yeah, you know, I just been on nothing. I just, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just been busy. I got a lot of projects going on. We gotta. Here we, we gotta, go. <laughs> we gotta. I gotta. The main one I'm kind of excited about is an actor. He's an actor in Hollywood. He's been working in out there for 20 years, and we're doing a. We're basically creating a master class, and he's gonna. He's teaching aspiring actors. And even struggling actors, how to make a living off acting in Hollywood, like practically, like because you don't have to be A lister or B plus to make it in Hollywood. So, no, you just have to be consistently working. That's all it is, because that's what John Witherspoon did. He consistently but no, worked. But he's, he's just constantly but he, I mean, I'm talking even below his level because John Witherspoon, he's been on like a major, a few major movies. I, I, but. I get that, but with anything, as long as you constantly are working, you can make yep. it. Constantly. Yep. Well, yeah, but he's bringing it down. And I'm sitting here going through all the courses, modules, and I'm like, oh, I think I might have to try my hand, because he, he goes into detail about it, like where to live in L.A., where it's affordable, the type of jobs to get, the type of temp agencies to go for, um, like how to audition, breaking down scenes like he goes really in depth like almost so much so his agent doesn't like that he's doing this with us oh it's like okay this is a whole new revenue stream because we're going to advertise this course to college kids like kids that are in school and high school too and right you know he's going to be teaching the stuff that other people in hollywood are like it's creating competition, A, and B, his agent, you know, if an agent knows his client has this other money coming in, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you, you know, you still, still got to act, right? Like, <laughs> you know, I still need, need to get some, get, get you some roles, you know, that's what it's all about, right? That's basically, that's basically what he was saying. So, but 
it's really interesting and I think it's really unique because there's nobody else. There's no real working actor like doing this kind of stuff. Like really up and out. So we've been working on that and I'm I'm actually the one building out the whole back end and the and the whole online portal and all that kind of stuff. So that's been exciting. And I'm learning how to be an actor. So that's pretty cool too. Well, maybe he'll teach you how to act, how to talk more. <laughs> yeah, I, I work on that. He'll get you some talking roles. Maybe he needs it. Because you know when you act, you have to talk, right? That's what I heard. You have to. That's what I heard. You yeah, can't okay. read to yourself. I mean, even, even I, you know, even if you come an actor, at least you can act like you can talk. See, that would even help. Even, that would help a lot. A lot. Yeah, if I'm. Anything going on with music? If I'm acting, I can. Music-wise, everything's kind of chilling. Everything's chilling on the music side. Um, I'm doing some YouTube videos. It's not on the music side, but basically getting used to talking on camera. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. So, well, good luck. <clears throat> so it'll come. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's crazy because it, you know it's, it's it's weird for me, but when I'm on stage, it's totally different. Like I'm like it's a, I'm like a whole different person, but. Yeah, well, episode five, you said you're gonna bring it. It's episode six. Well, I missed episode five, so this is this is technically four point five, right? So no, this is this is episode six. Okay, well, you know, we lost our momentum, but we'll be back uh, next week. I mean, it's it's thirty, it's thirty six, because I'm doing season two, thirty six, but it's the sixth episode in the second season, mm. and um, yeah. You didn't really bring anything, so. But we needed to we needed to hear week, about your birthday. That's that was that's what I, I wanted to hear. We need to catch up on that. Well, I didn't really, I didn't give much. Next week I might, but next week let's really um, dive into this plant based vegan because okay. I really want to get into okay. that. Um, now that I've gotten older, now it's time to really take it serious. So let's dive into that. That might be interesting. Maybe that's something you can talk about. Maybe you'll have more to for say. For sure. For sure. Yep. See what I mean? <laughs> no, nah, I mean I'm ready because I have some. I have some. I'm like I said, I was working on that ebook, and I'm working on some other stuff too. So I, th- I have something I can All right, share. Well, we'll talk about that next week. Share about that. We'll share that. We'll let you have. Um, we'll let you have some good portion next week to talk about that. Um, I don't know if anyone got an opportunity to see Dolomite. Did you get to see Dolomite? Did you watch it at all? No, nah, I didn't watch it. With Eddie Murphy. <clears throat> I, I watched it on a plane yesterday coming home and um I liked it. I like the um I really like the message in it. I'm gonna be honest with it. I really like the message. I know about Dolomite. Can you spoil the message? I know a lot of people who knew huh? Can you spoil the message? Like what is the message? No, I'm not gonna spoil I mean I it's not I mean anyone who knows Dolomite how he did he he did it on and on. He believed in himself mm. and he just did he did a he did a lot of shit before what we're doing now, he was doing this in the 70s, like producing his own movies. He was rapping. I mean, he's the godfather of hip-hop. That's where hip-hop come from is Dolomite. Uh, well, Rudy. But um, mm. just, and it, he, he was doing, like I said, <clears throat> he was hustling before people really knew what, how to do it. He was doing this all on his own. And his rhyming and his comic, um, comedy and all that. It's one of those that you have to check it out. Eddie Murphy did an excellent job. I It was just such a good, feel-good movie. I just, I, I liked it because it made you feel good and then it ended good. Like, and he was around most of the time when he knew his this movie was being made. So a lot of people know him. A lot of comedians know him and have talked and dealt with him. I think I met him one time or I worked with him. I can't remember, but I remember him coming to Racine, <clears throat> Wisconsin. And I just, I, this was years ago. And I believe, either I was, either I was around him on a show or I met him around there or whatever. I can't remember, Mm -hmm. but I know a lot of comedians that are close to him that knew him. And, and, um, so his story was told correctly, but it's a, it's a, it's a feel good movie. Eddie did really well. He did. Now I'm looking forward to see what Eddie going to do for his monologue for Saturday Night Live. Mm. And coming that? to America, I can't wait to see that. That's going to be in December. Uh, Arsenio going to be in it? 
Yes, oh. everyone. He said everybody came back. Oh, Wesley Snipes is, I'm going to tell you something, in Dolomite, Wesley Snipes is funny. Oh, yeah. Wesley Snipes can act. Wesley Snipes is a beast. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was hilarious. Um, and they had, Michael Epps was in there. I think T.I., I believe one of them guys was T.I. Um, Snoop was in there. It's a, um, it was a good little movie. I liked it. I really Speaking did. Um, I haven't caught up. Yes. Have you heard his podcast? I heard it. I really, I, I got, I love T.I., but I hear so much of T.I. T.I. talks a lot. His podcast is so, him interviewing himself, and then I know, and I, and I I'm gonna eventually listen to it, but I listen to so many podcasts right now mm-hmm. that I cannot fit one more in. And the only reason I'm not jumping aboard on Ti's because I I follow Ti on social media. I listen. To, I mean, mm-hmm. Ti. I I got a lot of Ti in my life. So it's good for people who really don't know T.I. Yeah. It really is. And and if people really want to hear them break stuff down, that's, I mean, that's good. I will eventually get to it. I'll catch up to it. But I've been listening to so many other ones. It, it's hard. But right the, funny, the funny part I, about it is he literally doesn't let any of his guests talk. Like, he, he'll ask a question, and then he won't even let them answer first. He'll say, he'll give his opinion after asking the question. Because I, da, 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 and then the other person will start, and then he'll interrupt. So literally, at the end of the interview, the other person is, like, just sitting there, like, uh. <laughs> See? And that's what I mean. Like, I, I love T.I., but T.I. talks a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, T.I.'s opinion is all, you always hear T.I.'s opinion. Yeah. So when I heard he was getting a podcast, I'm like, why? He speaks enough. Like, we know what T.I. thinks. He speaks a lot. And he speaks very slow, so you know the podcast is like an hour long, hour and a half long. Well, you can speed it up. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I do with some podcasts. I make them 2.5 just to get through them. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we're going to wrap this up because we did a solid hour. And it was just because we've been gone for a few Since weeks. But gone. next week, we're going to... Oh, my God. Now you want to sing when we wrap it up. <laughs> so, um... Next week, we're going to definitely talk about vegan and plant-based because I'm going to get into mm. it. So you're going to start get you getting me into it. And um, start I start weeding the stuff out of my diet. I'm starting to get there now. Weed it out? Anyways. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting no there. No pun intended. I'm going to tell you one thing. That Yeah, no pun intended. That um, Impossible Whopper, though. Did I, tell, did I tell you that Burger King could kiss my ass with that one? I mean, yeah. I told you yeah, about you that. I wouldn't touch that either. Ugh. Gross, gross. But um, yeah, we'll get into that next week. Uh, we'll talk about some other stuff. I'm actually off this weekend, so I'm gonna go to the Bucks game on Saturday. Okay. okay. And I believe you and um, your sister are supposed to be taking me out for my birthday this weekend. Hmm? Yeah, right. <laughs> you had no idea, did you? <laughs> you sound like Scooby Doo. <laughs> Yeah, your sister who forgot my birthday. Which one? Then, well, the, Tanya didn't even bother remembering. She ain't called she or text or nothing. That's <laughs> 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 right. Well, so, so she, but Kim forgot. Then, of course, you know, instead of calling me first, she posted on Facebook first. Then she calls me. You know how Kim operates. Yeah. Everything has to be on Facebook Zuckerberg first before you can talk yeah. to her in person. I'm like, I'm like, you, why don't you just like freaking like call me? Mm. Um, and so she said that, that we could go out. I'm like, but I already made plans with you anyway, or whoever. I don't know. But Saturday, I want to go see the Bucks. Okay. And I'm off this weekend, and then the following weekend, I I have gigs somewhere in Wisconsin. I actually gave you dates. So, if you guys want to know my dates and where I'm at and get in contact with me and catch up on some other episodes, nolajcomedy.com, that's where everything's at. Yes, sir. Go ahead and plug yourself, Don Suave. And don't have nothing to plug yet, but you can follow me on Instagram at I. 
is am that is i am don suave one word and um you know i'll keep you entertained on my stories yeah i guess i'm pretty sure his stories be more interesting than him talking <laughs> so yeah definitely follow him <laughs> <laughs> make sure you follow him and now just because of this i'm mad the bucks just lost so i'm just gonna go and be sad for a few minutes moment of silence well, you know what? Hey, maybe we shouldn't start off number one. Maybe maybe we should just go two and two. So I hope everyone have a great week. We'll be back next week for sure. Back on schedule once a week as usual. Mm-hmm. I'm done with all my vacations and birthdays. Only get one. So, And Suave, unless he gets lost somewhere again, he should be back next Scorpio week. Scorpio season still alive. My birthday's in two weeks. From Saturday. And then, yep, Scorpio <laughs> season. We're still here. So we got to figure out what to do for your birthday. Woo-wee. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. This has been the No Reason Podcast. I am Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blind, a.k.a. Jizzle. And I'm Don Suave, a.k.a. The Caramel Don, a.k.a. Suave Sutra. All right. Deuces. Peace out. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record an episode? How to get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do I make money from this podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. And it's ridiculously easy to use. Even my chocolate blind self can use it. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I um, I love it. It's simple. You know, I'm an airhead. So I just put things together, has all the tools you need. I can distribute this to all kind of platforms. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can have your podcast there. So if you always wanted to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor. FM slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde. Go to the website nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com.